Bombs away this week on The Hapless Heroes. Oh my God, I was thought I was going to have to monologue indefinitely. Hello and welcome to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. And of course, we will intro this episode the same way I introduce all of them. Because I lack an originality, but like in symmetry and patterns. So starting from my right, we have the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, played by Francesco. I have a plan. To his right, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. Uh, time to run. To his right, we have Perida Lincolnwoods, played by Zach. My buddy's name is Felix Felix. Fizzle bottom. To his right, we have Boris the Butcher, played by Nicole. Mush, Hector, mush! And to her right, we have Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by uh, Mike. I will run as fast as I can. And run as fast as we can, we shall, as we've got approximately give or take 30 seconds until this bomb detonates. There is enough room to get out from under the rapidly dissipating uh, bubble here. It is uh, sort of fizzing away uh, before your very eyes. It is a good six or seven feet above the ground. All of you should be able to get under it just nicely should you choose to, but you may have the bigger problem of the fact that these uh, detonations might be significantly larger than you might be able to get away from. But I turn the table back over to you. Oh, party dearest, what do you do? Uh, I want to do something immediately. What uh, is that? I Your still mom. Have... Wow. <laughs> no, his mother's a nice lady, okay? Don't you dare. Uh, Dorothy Mantooth is a saint! <laughs> um, but any whoozle. No, I would like to command the, uh, the, 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 my little undead doodle boys, um, AKA my ghouls that I had created on dead for uh, to run over to the sparking bomb that may or may not have been impacted by at least three Eldritch blasts that may or may not have flown from my fingers. Allegedly, Only two. Allegedly. Only two. No, I have, I have an admission. Oh, yeah, I have an admission true. to make two. every time you release these ghouls in my head, it's, it's going like ghouls, ghouls, ghouls. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's for you. They're a very motley crew, yes. In your head, sure. They, they are a they are a motley crew. That is for sure. Um, <laughs> I'm going to mentally command them to run over to the sparking omni bomb, essentially grab it, and continue running it like along the wall of the tower further away from us. Like I want them to kind of almost just like scoop it up and run. Like, okay. but while sticking to the ed- like while sticking to at least like the I guess would be like like moving south along the wall of the tower. All right. Away from us. Away from us. You know what? I want to kind of keep this still in sort of a loose initiative order because I think I want to play us through it like this. All right. So we've got that. So that's sort of been your thing you're doing. Now I take it you're commanding that and then running down the street. Yes. Now, 
The thing is, you can't bonus action and then bonus action as your action. No, right? but I'm also not doing this on strict action economy. Just sort of a loose, what are you doing right now? Well, in that case, after I command them, I will run 25 feet closer to where Boris is, and then I will cast Far Step and blink 60 feet closer to that as well. Okay, so you're kind of trying to catch up with the crab. Yes, so I okay. will... Spend that spell slot, I will just disappear into a mist and then reappear 60 feet closer to Boris. And then that will be the rest of my. Uh, t- oh, yeah, that I'll, sounds. Yeah, I'll command. Good. Yeah, and I'll command Slim to start flying her ass back to me because that's. Her work is done. Sounds lovely. The ghouls begin to charge one direction. You charge in a ever so slightly different direction and then do a little bit of uh, extra shuffling to get yourself closer to the crab. That is correct. Sounds good. Hey, Quinn, what sort of things are you up to right now? Um, just the, sort of the loose cliff notes, you know. I'm I'm just I don't want to blow up, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go and do what I was initially trying to do earlier, and go back toward the um the what's it called the dome and kind of see where I can find like weaker points of the dome so that we can get out of here. Okay, I mean, it's like any direction you want to run out from the dome, you can. It is pulled up from the ground pretty uniformly, a good six or seven feet. The whole width across. Just come to us. Awesome. Yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to go toward the group and just try to try to help where I can. You can All still right, just you can, doing everything you can to book it to the park. I was going to say, you're yeah. still hasted for at least like another 30 seconds. So you right. might as well yeah, make yeah. use of the, the, the dash. Until the goes off, I'm, I'm hasted. So. Yeah, hopefully, right. the, hopefully the exhaustion doesn't set in until after we're out of the blast range. <laughs> right. I'm so hasted right now. So hasted. <laughs> I'm chocolate hasted. You're such All a dork. Right. <laughs> See, now if uh, that spell had been cast on Boris, we'd be in Teenage Hasteland. Mm. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. Yeah, I Baba O'Reilly went there. But anyway, uh, Jarrell, what are you up to right now? Um, I'm going to heal myself for 20 damage first. All right. Uh, and then. What are uh, you using to heal yourself for that damage, by the way? Lay on hands. Just a lay on hands, okay? You, you know, make sure you're annotating your usages yep. and stuff. Yep. Um, how far away from me is Paradil? Oh, Paradil's uh, right next to you. Oh, okay. Uh, would you like a ride, friend? Yes, please. Uh, and, and little we'll and slow. Toward the, the dome wall. Okay. Uh, so you're going at uh, your 30 feet move speed? <coughs> mm-hmm. And then I'll continue to dash from there. Okay, sounds good. So about a 60 feet of dash catching up, but not quite there. Uh, How far the... away from us is the corner of the dome, the edge of the dome? Oh, geez. Um, Boris moved like moved... 120 feet to get like up against it, right? That was like her, she had dashed with them. So we're pro- you guys are probably like, if I'm trying to picture where everything was pushed around to, right? It was like, I don't know, it was like under 100 feet or was it like about 100 feet from the edge at least for where Boris is you guys might be closer to a different like 
<laughs> bear like part of the barrier. Yeah, I just I want to know what 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 our distance is that we have to cross. I mean, you are at least sixty feet and fading behind uh, the crab, so long as the crab is moving at the sort of speed I think it does. Okay. And uh, is Jarl able to look to see kind of where a decent sized building between it? Like, can I see that yet? Uh, yeah, so you're maybe about 100 feet from being able to hit the edge of the plaza and at least get into the street and out of the open square. Okay, yeah, because his plan right now is just to try to get cover. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, there's some pretty big uh, brick buildings on uh, either corner there. Um, I don't know if there's alleys behind them, but that's the sort of thing you might be able to divine as you get closer to there. Otherwise, maybe trying to duck into a building or something might either spare you or just get you crushed under more rubble. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, it's fun. We'll see what the dice tell us when we get there. Right. Anyway, that uh, <laughs> that looks pretty good for you, Jarrell, and uh, you had picked up Paradil and uh, moved him with you, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, we- good. We'll still get to your actions, but I want to see what we? Boris is doing on the crab. Um, so what Boris is doing, if we've still got about 30 seconds, uh, Hector's dash speed is 120. Yeah. So he's Boris is going to run like through the plaza, through the block that has those two buildings you just mentioned and like is yeah. going to continue. I don't know, probably like. 400 ish feet out of the bubble somewhere in that neighborhood. Okay. Well, you're uh, that, aiming that, to do that, right? Yeah, like that's you're... a good aim. But yeah, you're only going to get about 120 feet of move in this kind of discreet little block I'm giving here. Okay, we're only talking about a single six second period. Yeah, okay. I'm still kind of doing sort of rough turns just so, to sort of mark time here. Okay, well, that's going to be Boris's continued plan on Hector unless something else significant changes is just keep running until she's a good, you know, half click away from the actual explosion. Okay, great. Paradil, you're being carried with Jarrell, but are you doing anything whilst being carried? Um, can I, like, roll for perception, like, at advantage, just to check out my surroundings? Well, you can roll for perception. Um, I would like to know what you're trying to perceive. And then if you want advantage, I want to know what's conferring you advantage. Uh, because I am riding on another person and have like a greater height and I don't have to worry about uh, where where I'm directing myself and I can like sort of pivot my, my, my head around <laughs> with greater uh, dexterity and focus. These things are um, counteracted by the fact that since you're riding on shoulders, you're bouncing around like the opposite of steady cam. So right. you're going to be rolling at regular vantage. But um, what sort of <laughs> things are we trying to perceive here? Just incoming dangers or uh, things that may be about to kill us or currently killing us. I, 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 you know aside what? from the bombs that are about to explode. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, sure. Give me, give me a check, because I, I, I think we could. There are some things that could be per, uh, that could be divined. Okay. Uh, what did I say? Perception. Sure. Yeah. That's a seventeen. A seventeen. So the things you notice, the, uh, the rate that the, um, that the bubble is dissolving is about steady. Like it's easy to escape. This thing is not going to be 
gone entirely, and we cannot entirely predict what kind of uh, effect that may have on the bombs, the explosion, and anything that happens to this tower. But it's mm-hmm. there. It's a thing. It's a consideration. Um, let's see. Other things you might. It was a rolled sixteen plus one seventeen. Yeah. I don't know if that matters. So some other things. Um, it's kind of tough from where you are in the further distance to see what's going on with either the sparking bomb or the one that's uh, opposite that. But the one in the middle, one thing you notice is as it gets closer. That was up um, on the top. The one in the middle we sent up with the. Yeah, that's pregnant. that. That was like oh, out of play, right? Because that we, we, out of we, play. Okay. we told did you and Pregnard to drop it on top of the tower? Okay, so that's not in the center. You're right. It's so, in the center. Um, it's just in the center, very high. Yeah. Yeah, you can't notice anything about the two uh, bombs acting as normal. The one that's sparking, you can notice it's doing a lot more sparking than it was. Have my, have, my minions, have my minions been able to pick it up? And like, are, are they carrying it at this point or no? They will reach it uh, when we hit your turn, uh, basically on the next go round. So we will say they are incipient. They are about to reach it. They have not quite yet, but that will... Uh, that will be a thing very imminently. In fact, is uh, is there anything else you're trying to do other than see the things that you have perceived? I don't think so, no. Okay. Um, oh, you do notice a large garage door uh, kind of uh, door, maybe more cargo-ish, on the building on your right as you try to, uh, as uh, you're getting out of the plaza. It might be a little easier to get into. Okay. All right. That's going to be all the things you perceive. I, I guess I inform Jarrell of that. Yep. All right. Sounds great. Um, so um, some seconds have ticked by while we do this. Um, Felix. So what else you got going on here? You're attempting oh, to uh, reach right. the crab. I don't think you've reached it yet, though, since it's. Uh, no, it's got I some moss off on it. I personally am dashing. Um, OK. Yes, we know. No, oh, thanks. Uh, no, like like using the my my dash action to get move fifty feet. Uh, okay. Like, like a, you know, closer to like you know, like I'm heading towards the road and I'm just trying to get out of this plaza as well. Yeah. Um, and then I again will issue the command to my undead minions um, to pick up the bomb that is sparking, and once they pick it up to, I mean, because this thing is heavy, they can't throw it. Just like, essentially, right. like, just just sprint as fast as they can, like, follow, like, and, and, like, follow along the wall of the, you know. Are they already doing that? They were okay, already- so what is happening now is the ghouls have just reached the bomb. Okay. At least the first two, and the third one will be there, like, a split second behind. They reach it. They open their arms wide and attempt to grab, and as they grab it, their arms almost sort of go through it as I want to try to go back to uh, you remember your old uh, high school biology when they showed you cell division. That is what has effectively started happening to these bombs as they have been splitting into two, four, eight, sixteen, tons of bombs. The ghouls have gotten there, tried to scoop them up and now have arms full of bomb, tiny bombs, but have not picked them all up. 
Oh no. Uh, <laughs> is this meiosis or mitosis? Mitosis. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. I never took biology. I just meiosis is for uh, reproductive cells. I don't think the orders are going to change based on the amount of bombs, but uh, that's fine. Just yep, keep them. Just carry them along. Yeah. I don't even, I don't so even care if they drop some. Two wolves there, just with like I don't know what to do with all these bombs. Totally fine. Panic running, like bombs flying off the back of them as they perfect. Do this. All they're doing is just laying more around the structure of this tower. Yeah. So that's that's a win. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> going off over it's there. Fine. It's, fine. <laughs> it's a little chaotic. We That's, don't know what's going on with the other bombs. That will be the last uh, command I feel like I need to issue to them at this point, uh, because I think that th that's it. Like say sayonara uh, uh, undead um, dudes. Uh, I'm, I'm out of here. And uh, yeah, so I'm just I'm trying to get the fuck away. That's All right. For me. Sounds good. Uh, Quinn. Yes. Got anything else that you are doing right now other than uh, the panic running and the trying to catch up and uh, any of that kind of stuff? Um, yes. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to. Does anybody have the ability or, or the time to heal anything on me right now, or I can do myself, but <laughs> somebody somebody has like an aura of healing right now. If how I about how about again. after we get to safety? Okay, how about after that's fine. We do that because I'm fine. I just and I can also do myself, but <laughs> yes, you can. Anyone um, can do themselves if they really try. I mean, is it is it trying? Uh, okay, so yeah, I think that's it. Um, I'm just going to, um, basically, I'm I'm like the the support staff. So if if anybody needs anything or if anybody's doing anything specific, I can just kind of support them or help them. But you're just running along, essentially. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you are running along. Um, let's see, Jarrell, what do you got? Um. So I see that garage door that Parrot or they'll kind of pointed out. Yeah. Um, what kind of building does that look like as I'm running towards it? Um, it's brick. It's probably businesses on the bottom and maybe some residences on the top floors or something like that. Okay. Kind of How brown far away is it again? looking building. Um, from you, let's see. It is uh, let's see at the edge of the square, maybe 150 uh, feet or so from the uh, tower. I would say you are a good 60 feet from uh, entering the uh, street from it, maybe 90 feet from the door. Okay. And then where are so Boris is. Boris is um, ways away from me. Boris is a ways away from you, and at this current speed, will pass that door by the end of her next turn. Right. Where's Felix? Felix is panic catching up, but is at least 25 feet from the, the door. Okay. So I would uh, say it is Boris, Felix, maybe Quinn, then you and Paradell sort of equally spaced in a kind of line going down the street at this point. And how much time do I have that I'm aware, that I'm aware of? Seconds. 25 right. seconds, maybe 20 seconds, if that's actually accurate. Okay. Uh, Jarrell will say, we're going to hide in this building here. 
uh, and because that's probably the closest we could get within the time frame. We might be able to get a little further than that. Okay. And that he just kind of runs towards that, I guess. All right. Sounds great. Um, hey, Boris, what are you up to? Um, actually, what I would like you to do is make a perception check because I want to make sure you heard a Jarrell yelling from behind you as you're running away from him. You mean with her passive perception of like 20 something? 25 Shit. is the passive. Oh, not 20. <laughs> okay, great. I hear the individual bombs dropping out of the ghoul arms. <laughs> you do. You, you, Yeah. So we're going to get into some things on that because I, I can give you some insight on uh, on a nat 20 here. But uh, yes, you hear that and uh, you definitely uh, would be able to hit the brakes a little hard and adjust uh, Hector's course to kind of skitter into this uh, bay door here. But uh, yeah, you hear a tink, tink, tink. And what the sound of. It sounds almost like a ripping, like a. It almost sounds like uh, someone busting ass far in the distance. Hmm. Busting or ripping ass? <laughs> no, well, he, he said he specifically sort of said busting. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Busting through uh, some ass. In in which distance? In the distance behind me, where the tower is, or the distance in front the of me? The same distance where you hear the tinkling of bombs being dropped. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so I mean, I have time to skid into this door, but I'm yeah. moving really fast, so I also have time to get much, much, much further away. You do. Mm -hmm. uh, but so, you also have Jarrell's uh, auras and benefits. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. How does so how does the roof look on this building? Like, how does that? I just rolled a twenty on my perception. So, like, what's the general structure and stability of this building look like in my you know passive perception or? We're gonna say that this building is six stories high, so about 65, 70 feet tall. Um, otherwise, it is a pretty solid uh, stone brick kind of thing, sort of uh, dark blocks, really not so much small bricks like we would use but more like you know building stones or something like that but a dark brown sandstone um we'd probably say nice thick sturdy i mean it's does it look maintained yes okay or at least as maintained as anything can be in this place yeah, yeah it's yeah, not like it, it's, it's not like it's not the actively crumbling yeah, yeah, right, yeah exactly. it was built it, it was built for the ages but hasn't been maintained in six months. Okay, so Boris does decide to skitter into the doorway. Okay. But also chooses to like pick a spot once she's skittered into the doorway that's like a good spot to be in an earthquake kind of decision, you know, in like a strong door frame or like. <laughs> right. Uh, and drinks a health potion also while this is happening. Okay, just make sure you're marking off consumables you've used and stuff. Yes, one of my shitty health potions, not one of my top shelf grenadines. Those are still, those are still right. I think those are still 2d4 plus 2. 2d4 plus 2, yeah, they're just basic healing potions, the six mm -hmm. pack that I grabbed from the yeah. thing. So seven Paradell, you're being uh, carried, but... Um, are you doing anything else while you are um, otherwise being conveyed? I'm stumped. 
I don't I don't know what I would do. Besides just be carried. Yeah. Yeah. It might I just guess I'm screaming resources. out of panic. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. And you can do that for free. You don't even need to spend an action for that. Ghouls, ghouls, ghouls. That's what I'm screaming. Panic screaming. Sounds good. Panicking. That fart in the distance becomes significantly louder as, um, <laughs> well... Felix, if you had any contact with your ghouls, you don't anymore. No, I don't plan to. Like I said, that was the last command yeah. I finished then. But there is one, um, I guess you could call him a ghoul, that I would like to uh, contact really quick. And I'm just going to say, uh, hey, Larlock, buddy. Uh, just so you know, uh, if I don't make it out of this blast, it's not going to be much of a body for you to take uh, when this is all done. So uh, if you have anything that... Uh, any tricks you want to pull out, bud? Uh, that's uh, that's on you, or else I guess I'm just gonna get caught in this blast as I keep running towards like where I see all my friends go. You receive notably no response. Okay, just let the him rip know. Sound, yep. The rip sound gets louder as uh, it's you can start hearing its own. You know, it's pretty much exactly like one of those bundles of fireworks that pop, 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 pop. Like, uh, like, you know, hyperviolent popcorn as the uh, first set of bombs begins to detonate. This was the entrance you wanted to make. So, um, OK, how does it feel from where we are right now? It's loud. This sound is echoing off the buildings and there are no people and no real soft anything anymore to soak any of it up. So it's uh, it is a cacophony. But um, outside of the rumble, you're not really hearing anything. Now, Felix, you're still uh, in the street. You haven't quite made it to this uh, bay, but you probably would on this turn. Is okay. that still where you're I going mean, for? Yeah, I'm heading with my. I'm heading towards my friends. I'm not gonna go off on my own. I'm not an idiot. Sounds great. Um, Quinn, we're getting to you, and. Um, ooh. Hey, just off the top of my head, what's your AC, Quinn? Uh, I'm still in haste, so 19. All right. Well, a yeah. softball-sized rock flies from behind you and glances, you. It glances off your armor, but uh, yeah, off your leather armor, but doesn't do any appreciable damage. Oh no, I said 19. I meant 18. Yeah. All right. Same. Same effect. Uh, let's see, Jarrell, you're running for uh, this. Um, you have a screaming uh, gnome on your shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't make it to the door yet, right? Um, I don't think you can. I think you're going to be just short at the end of this one. All right. Anything else you're doing? Um, no, just yelling to Boris. Uh, Boris, health potions, quickly. More rocks fly at you. Uh, they clang harmlessly off your armor. Hmm. Boris, you are inside the door. Uh, anything else you've got going on? I heard the call for health potions, so Boris has pulled out a single bottle of grenadine 
Grenadine. just in case anybody's, you know, <laughs> dying. Also, okay, wait, a uh, quick question, I guess. With the, the, I have 12 bottles of grenadine, which is like the top shelf health potion, right? Which I guess Supreme Healing oh, yeah. is that. Like, I have it listed as top shelf health potion, which I didn't specifically ask which one that meant. Um, Don't but, worry, I'll define it when we get there. Yeah, define it when we get there. But also, how does the grenadine work? Does it work like, you know, like grenadine would work where you use a shot of it in a drink or is it like a whole bottle is a health potion? Surely you apply it to your temples. Oh my God. Well, I'm just wondering if it's it. like, you know, if I've got 12 bottles, but that's actually like 144 doses or if 12 bottles. Yeah, is no, I'm not doses. giving you 144 <laughs> doses. It tastes like grenadine. But yeah, I'm drink getting one health potions foot worth out of the bottle because I'm yeah. not giving you that many discrete uses of. I didn't potion. think so. I was just double checking <laughs> yeah. if it's grenadine. If it's just re- like it, by the time you're done drinking that, it's going to taste more like kids' cherry cough it just, syrup. It just like tastes like grenadine. It yeah. doesn't okay. actually. Cool. <laughs> so I've pulled out a single bottle of grenadine just in case anybody's like in worse shape than I think anybody's actually in, and also have like the. F- I guess five pack now of other health potions like hanging off the sixth ring on my finger and I'm just kind of like holding both up in the rooms so that anybody that needs one can grab one. That's all. Otherwise still all just right. hanging out there. Sounds good. And uh, Paradil, you are being carried by uh, by uh, Lord Jarrell. Um, still screaming after yep. all these years. And <laughs> uh, another rock goes zinging on past you. Ooh. Yeah. All right, that becomes the end of that. Jarrell, you're the only one still outside here, and I kind of want to get to you as this happens. A very large chunk of debris coming from this uh, ever, like, the ripping explosion is uh, just continuing now. And a, like, Volkswagen-sized rock comes hurtling overhead slams into the building about two stories above where the door is, that bay door is that you're entering. Scatters out the wall and a rain of debris and what looks like furniture and other crap is spewing out of there. Everything's falling and landing in front of the door. As you're running for it, I would like you to make me one final dexterity saving throw to dodge this crap before you uh, dive into the room. Um, I think it's just a 10. Oh, it was a 10. Okay, so you've rolled a 10 against it. So you are going to take the brunt of this hit. Okay. You're going to be 46 plus 6 bludgeoning uh, damage. For the health potions. <laughs> yep. 36, 9, 10, 11 plus 6. So you're going to take 17 bludgeoning damage. Okay. And you're going to drop Paradil. Okay. But he's not injured. (laughs) No, it's sort of a shortfall. I mean, six feet, he's armored. I'm sure he knows how to handle himself. And also, Paradil, you did not take the brunt of this. Yay. How much did I take again? 17? Yeah, you took 17 bludgeoning damage. Did I get any damage from that? Nope. Shit. Nope, you took no damage from that. Shit. You know, let me, well, <laughs> let, you, let me check for. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, no, we're going to be nice. You're not going to take anything from like falling off of Jarrell's shoulders or any anything like that. Cool. But now you can both uh, try to scamper into the room here. Scampering. Scamper, scamper, scamper. OK, everyone has made it into the room. Boom. Another large rock slams into the building. The entire face of that wall that's above falls down and uh, blocks off the exit to the bay door. Fantastic. Uh, Daryl will say, look for a basement. We can't even watch the fireworks. That sucks. And, and, uh, and he'll, he'll grab and slug one of those uh, grenadine bottles from Boris. The second that grenadine bottle hits your lips, a mind-deleting large explosion goes what? boom. And then a second slightly further away goes boom. And then it basically just feels like the entire world opens up. The tower collapses on top of the building you're in and everything just goes black for all of you. Sounds horrible. And if you like us, we can be found on the internet. Whoa! No, I'm not, no, no, no. no. I'm that was not only actually doing this. I just wanted to fuck with you guys a lot. <laughs> you son okay. of a bitch. I was going to say, wait a second. It's only been like 30 minutes. <laughs> I would absolutely do that to the audience. Yes, you would. And us, apparently. What the fuck, yeah. man? If you were to but do no. that, we would have to release it with an extra 25 minutes of silence at the end. So nobody <laughs> in memoriam. Of <laughs> well, no, they like that way when they're watching the video, they think it's going to be an hour. Wouldn't that really be? It's not. Wouldn't that or, be the, like the most anticlimactic end to this campaign? It's just literally rocks fall and everyone dies. <laughs> we get buried alive <laughs> and no one hears from us ever again. <laughs> uh, who play the intermusion intermission music from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Just play that for like a half hour or something. Right. No, I mean it yeah. <laughs> Depending on whether or not we got crushed. Okay, good. All five of you make a constitution saving throw. Constitution uh, saving. These throw. we can add my charisma modifier of five to. Would love Everyone that. is within uh within range of the sword of justice. And I don't think the sword of justice stops working if you are somehow rendered unconscious. I'm not oh, no. saying that you are. I'm just eventualitizing um, this. I'm spending was... uh, one of my indomitable slots because that was not a good roll. What was the check again? I'm sorry. It is constitution a constitution save. saving throw. And um, all right, Felix. I got a 19. All right, Jarrell. Uh, as this is all happening, too, Jarrell is going to use his exalted champion. Um, and you said a constitution saving throw? Yes, it's a constitution saving throw. What is exalted champion for the audience who's never probably heard that before? I get resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage from non-magical weapons. And my allies within 30 feet of me have advantage on wisdom and death saves. Uh, but that's only until I'm incapacitated for an hour. Still good. Um, I got a 14, though. 14. Wait, okay. Only only until you're what? Until you're incapacitated for an hour? Or is it only is it for no, an no, hour? No, it's it goes for an hour unless I'm incapacitated. OK, OK, OK. okay. All right. So uh, let's see. Um, Paradell, you mm -hmm. used Indomitable. What does that do for you? Uh, I just get to reroll uh, oh, saving okay. throw. And, but I have to keep the new result, which is right. a 15. 15. Yeah, my plus five. Make sure everybody has my plus. It five. is a twenty. All right. 
Sounds good. Boris. At 22, including the plus five. Fabulous. How about you, Quinn? One moment. Because I rolled with his plus five, it ended up being a 10. I'm going to use my lucky feet and re-roll it. Oh, much better. 21. 23. 23. Okay. Use that Wonderful. Last episode two. So I'm going to just mark that down. Okay. So two more. Paradil, Boris, and Quinn, you are the first three to awaken. Cool. Felix and Jarrell are as yet unconscious. Okay. So the... we didn't even get a chance to activate his exalted champion, or is he just unconscious? Because that'd be a hell of a waste of a like yeah. s- like twentieth level feature. I would class. say that um, you didn't have the time to uh, activate that and still have that in the can. Okay. Thank but you. uh yeah. So yeah. Paradil, Boris, and Quinn. You are in a very destroyed looking room. Um it looks like all of the sides of the room pretty much have collapsed to one form or another. Uh a few large wooden beams have been rammed in through the ceiling. Um one looks like it uh beamed Jarrell pretty good. Um caught him right on the helmet, thankfully. Um but yeah, things are looking a little uh, fucked up and claustrophobic down here. Um, What is the is light there, source? Yeah. Like, is there any... How do I... How can I see anything right now? Well, um, I guess... Um, some of us have dark vision. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. Yeah, that, I, mean, that, that I guess oh, what right. to ask is... You have dark vision. Between Haradil, okay, Boris, and Quinn, who is eligible to participate in a dark vision meeting? I have dark vision. I have dark vision. Jarrell has dark vision. I think Boris might be blind. Boris is blind. And Jarrell's yeah, unconscious. And Felix it's is been unconscious. a while. It's been a while Boris. since I got to use dark vision. All right. So, Boris... <laughs> It's dark. You may be blinded by what happened. You're not entirely sure, as it is completely pitch black. However, uh, the two with dark vision, you can somehow see down here because that's how dark vision works. <laughs> when you have, all right, I have a question about dark vision. Do I know that I'm seeing with yes. dark vision? So when you're when yes. you're when you're viewing like when when like dark vision is essentially just like you know you're much more accustomed to like being able to see in the dark but like they say specifically when you're like looking through dark vision it's like everything's more like grayscale like there's not a lot of color mm-hmm. or anything like that right because it's still dark like so you know when it's dark it's just that your eyes are more accustomed to that type of environment where you can still see. All right. I'm I'm calling out into into the dark. Who who else is awake? Nobody. Oh my god, I've awakened by myself. This is a terrible scenario. Call I'm just going to have to monologue. Oh. I'm awake. I'm awake. Oh my god, I was thought I was going to have to monologue indefinitely. <laughs> Phew. Can oh. you... Wait, wait, Quinn, do you have dark vision? <laughs> We've established this multiple times, Paradil. Yes, I can so see. So I guess it's just the two of us that have awoken. Both. I'm either awake or I'm dead. I can't tell right now. Uh, well, I don't. All right, maybe. All right, so either we're all awake or we're all dead too. I guess if the if those are the. I don't think you're dead. I feel awake. <laughs> are those alive. the options? Always. Listen. 
<laughs> my gnome mother always told me that the if you're conscious, you're either dead or awake. <laughs> that does make sense. That That's does an make old, sense. It's an old, age-old gnome adage. <laughs> oh man, she used to. <laughs> she used to. Uh, what's the, what's the thing? Crochet, uh, uh, cross point. What's the thing where you you sew things into little circles and you put cross them on stitch. the wall? Yeah, cross. she. Oh my goodness, the amount of cross stitching she did, and it was always the same gnome phrase. If you're conscious, oh, Perida, we need to figure out a way out of here. <laughs> put that on a shirt. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> Um, you're conscious you're either alive or dead (laughs) no you're either dead or awake (laughs) can I find Hector anywhere I do I have blind sense within 10 feet yes not to mention in every universe crab smells like crab no wait no no, no, no he's not he's crab dead. meat. I think he just smells, oh, like, a smells like a crustacean. Crab. <laughs> okay, Hunter. Uh, is is Hector awake too, or is Hector? Did he wake up with me? I don't. I don't really know how that works. Click, 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 click. That's a yeah, yes. That sounds like Hector being awake. That yeah. sounds like it's, Hector. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a room mostly made of stone, and it's a crab with an exoskeleton. I mean, how else is it going to communicate? I I, I, f- I find and climb onto Hector. Uh, I guess uh, the I mean giant crabs have blind sight for 30 feet which is the closest thing to an attribute sheet I have for him so I'm assuming that he can see at least a little bit as well okay you're fairly certain you're facing forward on the crab you don't have like a torch in any of those fucking pockets or like a lantern I mean I could but I've got my crab it's fine he's got eye stock so I'd know which side was the front but yeah but you still can't see <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't know about you but I don't appreciate having my eye stocks grabbed like that you know just like a gentle like a petting gentle grabbing of the eye stock <laughs> please no. no a gentle petting <laughs> grabbing but sure yeah that too you know I mean Hector's got an obvious front and back based on like crabs sure. how he's shaped yeah. Yeah. How, so yeah. I'm on Hector. Maybe right. backwards at first, but figure that out and get on the right way. You are mounted upon Hector. You still uh, cannot see as you have not activated any sort of source of light or anything, and you still have two unconscious party members. Let's so try I, to let's try to wake these these thoughts up. I've had enough of thoughts of Vecna. Let's let's wake these hot thoughts. I'm sorry. Did you just refer to Felix and Jarrell as thoughts? Hot, hot thoughts. H O T T H O T. T H O T S. Thoughts. As Heroes in of Teldoria thoughts. That, that hoe over there. No, I know what it means, Michael. No, it's that hero <laughs> over there. That hero. Who are you talking to, Quinn? It's called that. The, the, there, hero. that hero over there. <laughs> oh my Wait, gosh. it is Euros. That sounds yeah. delicious right now. Y'all motherfuckers need Valen. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Valen. Boris pats Hector on the head and says, find Jarrell. Well, she's rooting around in her pockets looking and, for And then the Jarrell moves around a little bit and click, 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 turns into tink, 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 as something starts tapping on metal of a, I don't know, breastplate, helmet, greave, 
gauntlet. <clears throat> Not really sure which. Metal. I mean, Hector's not a great communicator. Works fine. Yeah. Usually Jarell he uses his eye stocks, but I can't see them right now. So. Yeah, but Jarell is found. <laughs> you could fix that problem for yourself, like right now. <laughs> I could, but this is more fun. So Boris like slides down off of Hector and follows the tink, tink, tink noise to Jarell. Okay, and, it's like, right in front. There's yeah. a Jarell. And like by feel, right, is like find looking for Jarrell's mouth, like pokes you know, pokes him in the nose or whatever accidentally once and like finds his mouth and like squirts yeah. in one of the, the grenadine healing potions. Okay. Notably, he wasn't like killed or reduced to zero hit points, he was just knocked out. It's just a mild oh, yeah, TBI. I, I, I assume that it hurt. Then again, I guess I guess, I, I guess the way D and D hit points goes, that would wake him up probably. Charles starts to stir a little bit. I guess he's not fully awake yet, though. Now he's drowning on grenadine on top of being unconscious. Oh. Yeah, it's on the side a little bit. I guess I don't know. All right. But uh, he's he's grenadined. He's starting to stir, but he's not fully awake yet. Um, anybody else doing anything? Um, I'm trying to search for a way out. Hey, that's a thing to do. And with uh, dark vision, you might be able to find something. Um, how about uh, give me an investigation check? Let's uh, investigate this room here. <laughs> Is that my worst thing ever? Investigation. Oh, no, I'm good at that. <clears throat> Uh, that is a 24. A 24. So. One of the beams that sort of punctured its way through the ceiling isn't really a beam at all. It's actually a femur. I, I mean, I take, you know, a human femur. Not even a dinosaur femur. It's just something gigantic. It really does look like a like roof beam that just happens to be going across this thing. But the way it's sort of punched in, there's a little bit of light or air or something coming just beneath it uh, as it's sort of punched in through the wall. I pull on it. All right. The femur itself is pretty solidly in place. This is probably mm. a good... 1500 2000 3000 pound object it's like literally a like rafter beam sized bone that's a big bone um <laughs> substantial girthy that's a, that's a that's a girthy bone um i i hate you guys so much <laughs> uh and, okay so i found this 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 beam of a bone yeah is there any sort of um, uh, like there's a little gap underneath it and it feels like there's a little bit of air moving there. Sure. Is there any sort of like anything that looks like a door or a potential like doorknob? Well, the door you would have come into this room through has been utterly destroyed. Hmm. There's no other visible door. But that destroyed, necessarily destroyed mean. in a way that like is blocking us from getting out kind of destroyed or yes as mm. in between 
the collapsing of that entire chunk of the building and the rubble that's fallen in front of it, it is highly impassable. Right. Impossibly impassable, perhaps. Quinn, that's sort of what you have found, is um, there? there's maybe a diggable area or, you know, potentially movable rubble that might lead to something. Uh, that's all you've found. Um, one would think a bay like this might have a different door in it, but you cannot seem to find it or any evidence of it. All right. Um, before I end this turn of events, am I able to start like clawing at that hole or like digging at that space? You can. Uh, yeah, you can begin with that. Sure. I would say if you want to start doing that, it's slow going, but you can yeah. probably clear about a cubic foot every few minutes or something like it's you know you're you're pulling lots of rocks out of there but they're pretty loose and it doesn't look like anything is going to collapse under it as you dig out like cool. that large femur seems to have the stuff above it at least supported even if you dig under it awesome yeah i'm gonna attempt to to dig a hole all right so you're digging under the femur uh boris you uh have attempted to wake a jarrell and uh paradel uh what kind of stuff are you up to right now screaming lots panic, of screaming, panic okay, screaming. <laughs> no um <laughs> uh geez I'm, I'm gonna go um try to help uh quinn dig we're gonna what I'm unconscious. I'm unconscious, you fucking assholes. <laughs> well, I guess you're going to have to stay that way. The most peaceful it's been all day. Wait, there was, there's a, I was, I was about to walk over to help Quinn, but then there was a, like a little voice in my, let's call it my conscience. And that yelled, I'm unconscious, you asshole. From the back of my, from the back of my, 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 uh, awoken brain, uh, I, I, I think. Oh wait. Let me try to awake my buddy, Felix. Felix Fizzlebottom. All and right. I, I tr and I try to. Yeah, I have a few healing potions. Um, you saw how you saw Boris do it, so you might as well try that, right? Is that how you try to rouse me? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I give him. Uh... I give him a <laughs> just a regular healing potion. I have it's two d four plus two. I I wasn't injured. I, mean, I don't know. You're unconscious. I'm unconscious, right? But like, I didn't right. recall taking any damage, right? So like, I mean, yeah, I'll drink it, right? It, to bring me back to consciousness. Sure. I suppose. Um, Maybe there's like, there's like a goose egg at my head that starts to like yeah. start to disappear, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're you're like pin, like I don't know, not Pinocchio, but whatever, growing a horn out of your head, but in reverse. Yeah, perfect. Like, I have, I right. obviously I obviously got bonked, so yeah. you know this will this will help with that hopefully. Okay. I also and still have five unlabeled vials of some liquid from that. The, uh, Igor's uh, labyrinth or whatever I think it was from they were labeled no I, my, my inventory says five unknown liquid vials well I guess those five unknown liquid vials could be anything that's determined by the DM at this point 
They could be. Right now, what I want to determine, though, is, oh, uh, let's see, 2d4. Uh, so in about two minutes, uh, Felix and uh, and uh, Jarrell will be awoken. Because I determined that 2d4 minutes is it. Yeah, I rolled one. Hooray. So they're kind of slowly dragging themselves out of unconsciousness. Ugh. Did we do it? Did we win? No. <laughs> We're trapped. Wait, do you have dark vision? Uh, yeah. Yes, I have 120 feet, actually. Daryl starts to dust himself off. Um, he'll look around. Is there anything like a basement or anything like that in the floor? Or like an entrance to uh, anything underneath us? That is a good question. That's something uh, maybe you could investigate. He's not very good at these, but we shall try. All right. Yes. Nope. <laughs> That's a four. Yeah, four. No, there's no He's still door, secret or otherwise you can find. Right. He's still groggy. He's not really saying anything. All right. Um, so not trying to key anybody else in on that then. Not yet. Right. Um, Felix, I guess, is going to start to stand up. Then he's like rubbing his like head. Um, you know, obviously he got bonked pretty good. And he's like, um, OK, hold on. Uh, and I'm going to try to, I guess, like look around. Uh, I'm so I see Quinn is digging. Yep. Underneath a gigantic yeah. bone. Um, and yep. I'm like, the underbone area. Girthy bone. I think that that just looks like way too much physical effort for me. Um, so <laughs> I am going to look for a simpler solution. Um, so I, you said you, you said there was like some sort of light or something that I come in from like underneath or behind, like where this like thing is sticking out from the wall. Like it's it's not light. It's just like kind of like a little bit of moving air in the area just under it, sort of in that area where Quinn is digging. I see. Um, all right. I would I mean, I, I guess I'll I'm going to investigate that further while he's digging and just kind of see maybe if I can get a sense of like, what's the what's the air like <laughs> what's, right now? Know? Dusty. Mm. Um, and I can't see. I guess I'd have to do some perceiving, I suppose. Um, I'd prefer to do some investigation of like the the room, but it's like there's not, you know, there's probably not a lot of room for us to move around because everything kind of collapsed, right? Um, yeah, I would say this room is maybe about 10 by 15 by only about six feet high right now. Are there any other like uh, exits from this room besides the garage door that's crushed? Um, you would have to find them, but they are not immediately obvious. Okay, I'm gonna start looking around and just seeing if there's another way out of this room. So maybe we can try to find another way out of this building from not this room. Okay. So I'm gonna start walking around the room. Start walking around the room. What kind of check would you want to make to maybe do a little bit of searching? Well, because I'm not necessarily investigating anything in particular i'm just walking yeah. around the room i guess i'd be a per- it would be per- it would be perception right. sure sounds suck good at these more yeah but that's okay that's 15 the 15 oh um let's see oh yeah so um not far not 
um, maybe about four feet away from where Quinn is digging underneath the ruins of uh, a storage shelf. It appears to be sort of a 18 by 18 square of wood on the floor. Interesting. Um, if I walk, if I if I walk up to that, is there any discernible like like a latch or like a pole thing? That'd Not be... that you can find. Okay. Can I investigate it? Yeah, you can investigate it. Okay. I'm better at these. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, math twenty-three. Yeah, it's just sort of like nailed down. Hmm. Uh, Jarrell, you have a crowbar? Boris pulls one out of her pocket and hands it to Jarrell. Of course she does. Of course she does. Jarrell does not carry a crowbar. Jarrell, do you know how to use a crowbar? Yes, Jarrell does know how to use a crowbar. And Jarrell. I point him at the square that's been nailed down to the floor. Um, before he does that, Jarrell is going to slug a health potion just to make sure I get that actual health. Well, yeah, I was going to say, if you were injured when she gave it to you, wouldn't you have just healed that then? I, I don't know. Yeah. I hadn't clarified that. So yeah, yeah, you do take, yeah, you do get the benefit of those HP points. So I guess we're okay. crossing that bridge now. How much of those hit points does he yeah. get from the grenadine? I don't know. Um, we're called a superior health potion. Okay. So let's see. Uh, Would that be 44 plus 4 then? Because you have 2d4 plus 2 for the regular one. Uh, 8d4 plus 8 is superior. Oh, hey, there, there go. we go. There you go. So, eight. yeah. That's nice. I like that. There is technically a topper shelf than that, but it's ridiculous. So that, that seems legit. Yeah. What are you healing, John? Um, 25. Nice. All right. Chalk up those 25. Now uh, you got yourself a crowbar there. Yep. And I'm going to be crowbarring away. All right. So if you had a crowbar, you'd crowbar in the morning and crowbar in the evening. <laughs> and uh, All right. So you are able to pry that up. And it looks like there's... um, It would be a nailed down hatch that goes into... Instead of a square passage directly down into the uh, stone concrete below. And I have good news. I have bad news. And I have informational news. The good uh, news, news, it's absolutely a way out of this room. The bad news, it is exactly 18 by 18. So anything that can't fit down that ain't getting out that way. And informational news I would like to inform you that if you like us, we can be found on the internet. We're in such places as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all of those places will take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server. Now, if you aren't on those social medias, and frankly, with the state of modern social media, I can't blame you. Look in uh, sort of our pinned notes on any of those podcast services. You might be uh, subscribed to us too. Those will also give you a link to our Discord server, which is sort of like social media, but it's private to just, you know, our little thing. Unless you're using Discord for other things, in which case it's also private to those little things and whatever external conversations you have. Just a community chat server. Yes, and we want you to join us in our community chat server because we want you to join us in our community. If you do so, 
we'll say hi to you and you know it'll, it'll be a good time and this is a really good thing we've got going and if i say nothing else serious today i tell you seriously come hang out with us it'll be a good time now if you really like us you could uh leave us a five star review on that podcast service of your choice that i uh sort of mentioned a little sideways uh, uh about earlier and uh if you do um you know leave a good honest review you know, four or five stars for you. We would love to know that. And other people like you would definitely love to know that because then they can get hooked up with us. Just leave those reviews. Leave them good and honest. And if uh, if uh, they have some text, they're not just stars, we will find them. We will read them. With our special skills, we will recognize you as the five-star human that you are. Now, if you really, really like us, though, you could donate to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash haplessheroes. Uh, we have a reward of different tiers. I think the popular one is the $5 tier. I think that's what most people are doing nowadays. And, you know, it's a fairly inexpensive way to uh, show a little bit of appreciation, a little bit of continued ongoing support for uh, the work. If you would uh, use that word to describe what we do, it's uh, more play on our end. But, uh, well, Francesco does quite a bit of work actually making our place sound good. So uh, that's sort of a thing there, too. But, uh, you know, um, that $5 tier uh, gives you access to our uh, our patron lounge and discord where we post with our pinkies up and it gets you access to our Patreon extras, our between two episodes, our other outtakes, our bloopers, all the really fun stuff that you might want to get access to. It's a good time. I highly recommend it. And if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field and the whole deal create a new combination eating utensil uh with chopsticks and knives and call them knife sticks and uh (laughs) put uh little pictures of our hapless heroes characters on them and market them thusly and thus i do swear to you that absolutely nothing could go wrong the same nothing that could go wrong with me outshrowing our cast starting from my left we have lord and captain quinn southwind played by mike Until next time. I know I stole your phrase. I don't care. (laughs) To his left, we have Boris the Butcher, played by Nicole. Hmm, I don't think Hector's gonna fit down there. To her left, we have Parada Lincolnwoods, played by Zach. Turns out, I'm just awake. To his left, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. Until next time. And to his left, we have the fabulous Felix Osbottom, played by Francesco. I guess that more or less went to plan. My name is Dave. I've been your host and dungeon master for this evening. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next week. Bye bye now. Bye. Knife sticks. Cut, 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 cut,